Do you not hear any of this? Th- any of this? I don't hear anything, dude. Okay, I'll just do it without the sound. And I'll just edit this out. Ready? Three, two, one. To protect the world from devastation, to provide our listeners with information, to denounce the evils of truth and love, gaming, anime, all the buzz. Rico. Marcus. Nerds blast off at the speed of light. Good stuff for you guys tonight, night, night. Meowth. That's right. What's up, Marcus? How's it going? As always, epic. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm never gonna like. I don't know, man. Either the day you like, we kind of go back to the original thing or something. Dude, is damn gonna be sad because those are epic as hell. So, kudos on that one. You came up with the lyrics. <laughs> when? <laughs> when did you have time? I mean, not you know. When did you? When did you come up with that? Uh, I actually thought about it yesterday before I fell asleep. And did you think of them like like the lyrics, like just like that, the way the way you said them? Yeah, pretty much. Very nice. I applaud all of that. That was epic. Um, I was like, I was like, can I count on Marcus to say his name? I'm like, yes, I know I can. <laughs> if he's not <laughs> laughing, if he's not laughing, he'll blurt out his name. <laughs> I said, it, I said it like James too. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. James. <laughs> that you did. Uh, but no, other than that, I th- I think I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's an- another week of work down the uh, you know in the books. Um, I did see, I did get a couple of th- I did do a couple of things. We did see Dragon Ball Super superhero. Um, we also well saw that when yesterday, and we'll get just play games. You know, it was it was kind of a hectic week, so I'm glad I just got to do something or other. You know, getting out of this apartment and stuff like that, but. Um, I don't want to talk about superhero too too much, just in case we talk about it later or anything like that. I know we've had a um, Brown Yeti who's also been interested. So, but other than that, no, my week's been pretty good, man. How about yourself? Oh, uh, been been a good one. A co- uh, kind of a just a quiet week. Uh, not really too much over here. Just uh, I did watch. I did finish watching uh, Ranking of Kings, which we talked about a little bit uh, the other night. Uh, we did have uh, Gamescom. We did have uh, this week. This weekend, we ended the my marathon of craziness with watching the Pokemon Championships this past week. So that happened too. Uh, we did get a new trailer, which I'm excited to talk about. It's um, about it, man. Just uh, been at home, chilling with my dog, and I mean. Excited to do the podcast because we got a lot to talk about this week. Oh yeah, not not not. Uh, well, I don't think very much in my realm, obviously, right? And in, in the anime sphere, uh, there's a couple of things, and a couple of things that I might, that I actually really like, and I'm interested. So I'm actually kind of excited to talk about a couple of those things. Um, so I guess we're going to go about it the way we usually do. Then start from the top. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to throw in just a couple of things here at the beginning, just because it's kind of miscellaneous stuff. Uh, and then we'll go into like our normal stuff. Uh, first off, uh, since we're big basketball fans, we've talked a lot about basketball on our show before, uh, the Brooklyn Nets have decided to move forward with their team as is. I know the big sweepstakes of the summer was going to be like, where's Kevin Durant going to go? Is he going to move like such a big name switching teams so early in a contract? They decided that they're going to go ahead and just uh, play it out. Uh, he 
kind of put gave him an ultimatum like with uh steve nash and moving the gm and stuff like that but the ownership decided that they're gonna just stick with those guys he's gonna he's gonna play there so is Kyrie. ben simmons gonna be healthy so that sweepstakes is over yeah, at least for at least for another year they're they're gonna try again uh that being said, also in the NBA world, uh, Chet Holmgren is out for the season. Big bummer. Yeah, that one was big uh, bummer. That was kind of a shocker. I know. Uh, just I don't I don't know. And obviously, you know, we never want to see anybody with any of these rookies because we want to see what they're made of and you want to see what they could do for the team. And it's just fun of being a basketball fan and stuff like that. So when he went out, I was like, wow, that was a big time shocker, man. It really was. Yeah, and it is a right foot injury, uh, which sucks for, you know, bigger guys. Uh, a lot of people think that it might have happened in that Pro-Am game that they mm -hmm. were running with all those stars. Uh, there is a play where LeBron, like, drives at him and he tries to cut him out and LeBron kind of, like, runs through him. And he kind of steps a little awkwardly as he's, like, backing up. So people think that it might have been there. But, uh, you know, hopefully he's okay if he ends up having surgery or rehab, whatever. We wish him the best and we hope to see him. Uh, early, ne I mean, next year, he'll be one of those guys that, even though I don't agree with the rule, uh, will probably be eligible for rookie of the year next year. So, yeah, let's let's see. Uh, you know, just uh, good vibes and everything to him. Now, the last thing for the NBA, which is the news everybody's been waiting to hear, uh, Udonis Haslam is returning to the Heat for his twentieth season. He made this big old announcement at uh, a heat like basketball camp or something. It was going to be the decision if he's going to return or not. And he is coming back for his 20th season. Uh, so good for him. Uh, been a staple of that team for a long time. So let's see how that goes for him. Yeah, man. I, I know 20 is such a big deal, right? 20 seasons. Yeah, that's a long time, dude. <laughs> so funny. last stuff from the miscellaneous stuff I have is... Uh, Tune in to the next Apple event, which will be September 7th, which is right around the corner. Let's see what we end up getting this time. Now is, a, now is more the time where we might get some new tech and stuff like that. So, right, so. I'm excited about that because I've been wanting to upgrade a phone. I'm hoping they come out with something that we've been hoping, right, in the, uh, in the watch. Or not the watch, the, what, is the, what, do we, what do we call it? We have an infrared, the Apple I, Band. I, I, yeah, I always say the Apple Band, yeah. Yeah, that's a good name. So, yeah, that's it. So, uh, jumping over into anime, uh, do you want to read these out or do you want me to? You can go ahead and read them out. You can okay. go ahead and read them out this time just because you're the host with the most today. <laughs> so, Gravity Rush is getting a film adaptation. I'm not too familiar with this one. This one, actually, you brought to our attention. So, you got anything uh, about this one that you know? Or? Yeah, and that's actually the one that I was super excited about. I'm, I'm, I love, I love Gravity Rush. I've actually played the first one. It came out, originally came out on Vita, PlayStation Vita. And as a matter of fact, me and the only other person I know who's played it is Ricky. Um, one of our great Ricky. friends. Yes, Ricky's actually played Gravity Rush on Vita also. I don't know if he's played the remastered version that came out on PlayStation 4, but um, I know me and him are super into it. Uh, I, Gravity Rush 2 is, uh, is um, on PS4 also came out in 2018. Uh, but I was hoping, I've been hoping for a part three. They do have, well, I guess, I guess you can kind of call it an OVA, like a special animation or whatever, um, mm -hmm. called Overture. It's supposed to be the bridge between Gravity Rush and part two. So there is that with, um, Cat and Raven. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what the, what this film adaptation is going to be. 
judging by the title, I think it's just going to be an adaptation of part one. And, but if it is, that's great. And if it's not, then that's great too for me in both cases. I will be watching it. Huge, huge fan of these games. And it's just the mechanics and, and the game is just a lot of fun. Um, for those of you not familiar with it, if you ever decide to play the game, um, you're legit cat and you control gravity just like the way, just, just the way you think. You legit can suspend yourself in midair and you can basically fly or fall in any direction that you choose. Now, granted, this does distort the camera quite strangely. So you do get that sense that, you know, if you're if you're not sure what's up and down, you're going to be completely confused as you're, you know, falling or flying through the sky because, you know, it's it's crazy the way the camera works, too. So that, I think that was actually one of the more um, unique as aspects of that particular game. So it is getting adaptation. I'm, I'm super excited. I would like to hear more. I hope we get more information soon. Um, and I just, and one reason, the other reason I'm also really excited is because obviously, right, I thought this IP was dead, uh, you know, it had been, it had been four years or so. So I was like, man, I, I, I really want some news. Like a part three would be great. It's actually one of the games I'm actually always hoping every time PlayStation does something, I'm always hoping for a gravity rush or a next gravity rush or something. So, um, this lets me know that it's still on their mind. So I'm excited about that. That's awesome, man. Usually those those that surprise you and just catch you off guard is like, yes, like it's like a, an, some extra sweetness to it when like you're not anticipating yeah. something and then it just comes. Yeah, it's 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 a great game, man. I think I planned, I planned it twice. Well, obviously, I'm the original Vita then on the game and then part two, man. It's just, it's just good all around. As a matter of fact, uh, my girlfriend's actually played part one also and beat it part one she she started part two but never got around to it in this case it kind of got caught up but we do we do know gravity rush pretty well so we're excited that's awesome dude you sound excited i'm excited for you <laughs> so uh some news here we got uh, jujutsu kaisen season two info is coming on september 18th uh i know that one kind of took the world by storm so we're excited to see uh in the next month yeah, less than a month. Yeah, in the next month or so, we're going to get Jujutsu Kaisen news. And actually, in two days, speaking of taking the world by storm, Spy Family, the second core, is that how you... Core, yeah. That the, next, the second core info is going to be given to us on August 28th. So that's two days away. So we'll know a little bit more about uh, Spy Family, second core. Super uh, excited. On Sunday? That. Is that Sunday? Yeah, it'll be Sunday. So been, been been trying to refrain refrain myself from reading that one so hard and i'm not going to because i do honestly there's just something that the, that the anime just does as far as music and animation is kind of put things together so music the music I'm, I, I'm just i'm just staying away from that one I'm trying my best to stay away from that one so vinland saga final chapters are not far off according to makamoto yukimura is that the writer illustrator or i'm pretty sure it's the it's the author yes the author okay yes. um, so villain saga final chapter coming soon i hope that one gets off i mean it's on netflix now but the fact that it was on it was on uh, amazon prime for quite a while dude and it has still yet to get a second season this anime in particular needs to blow up and needs to blow up quick They're, they need to start pumping out these seasons and finishing off the story man because villain saga is that good really yeah it's it's that good and, and obviously it's that progression where you're dealing with the main character and he grows and grows. Like you, you see, you see basically his life as he's progressing. So I, I'm really, I'm really hoping that they adapt this one soon. Cause if honestly, if they don't adapt this one in the next year or so, you best believe I'll, I'll actually be picking up and 
finishing off that manga for sure. Okay. Well, I think I might know what I'm going to be doing tonight then, watching that. Yes, sir. You have to. Uh, speaking of watching, Dragon Ball Superhero is the first anime to be number one at the box office since Mewtwo <laughs> Strikes Back. I mean, talk about way back when. 
Oh, yeah. So we can jump over to gaming now. Uh, I did talk about this earlier. We had a the Pokemon World Championships for this weekend. This past weekend, uh, they wrapped up on Sunday. And at the closing ceremony, they gave us a new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer. They did reveal a couple of new things, which were the Pokemon Cyclozar, which is a dragon slash normal type Pokemon. Uh, it seems like he, based on his design and stuff, he seems like he is going to have some kind of tie in to the legendary Pokemon, the cover art Pokemon, uh, Coridon and Maridon. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that he is probably like the in the moment, like dragon type Pokemon, whereas Coridon is the past form and Maridon is like the future form. Does that make sense? Marcus? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, let's see what ends up happening there once we get for more information, once the game comes out and all that, yada, yada. Uh, some other things they did show us are some new, a new move, a new move called Shed Tail. Uh, what it is, is it is a retreat move, much like Volt Switch, U-Turn, those kinds of moves where you switch with a Pokemon in your party. Now, the special condition with this one is that while you do that, you also create a substitute which is like a little doll that you make in game. If you're familiar with Pokemon, you give up some HP, create a doll that takes damage for you. But this particular move, you're going to retreat and create a substitute. Normally you give up 25% of your HP as a Pokemon to create a substitute. But here I noticed in the trailer that you actually give up 50%. So that is the condition for this poke for this uh, Pokemon move. Uh, Real quick, I'll touch on some of the items that they also showed. Uh, one is called Mirror Herb, which copies opponents' stats in stat increases. Uh, the second is Loaded Dice, which makes multi-strike moves like uh, Fury Attack, uh, Tail Slap, and those kinds of moves more likely to hit more times. Then uh, there was one I don't think they showed in the trailer, but they did show on their website, which is called Covert Cloak, which is an, a held item that protects moves from that protects a Pokemon from move secondary effects. For example, if I use Scald, Scald is a damaging move that also has a chance to burn Pokemon. When you use this Covert Cloak, you're immune to getting that burn. Uh, another big thing in competitive Pokemon is the Fake Out move. Fake Out does a little bit of damage, and it also makes your Pokemon flinch. You will be immune to the flinch. Any and all secondary effects completely negated. So this could end up being a really, really big item when it comes to a competitive Pokemon and stuff like that. Uh, any thoughts on these things, Marcus? Did you like what you see? Or did you find a particular one interesting? Uh, not. I mean, I've always enjoyed the, um, the new trailers. And again, any new information, always fun information. Um, I thought the Pokemon would be good. The, I know you're familiar more so with the moves, especially in the competitive part. I, I usually don't get into the competitive scene until like after I'm done with the game. Then I'll start focusing on it, and then I'll start picking fights. But I know Rico is really into it, and, and and those are sorts. But the item you mentioned, as far as being not being able to flinch, that's that's big. Time. I, I and I, I remember you kind of talking about it and kind of making uh, comments and stuff. You're like, oh, OP and stuff like that. Um, but I think you were talking about one of the moves in that regard. But that that's that's you know not being able to flinch, especially in the competitive match. And, and what was the other? You said there was a move that allowed you to attack multiple times. Um, uh, it's, a, it's an yeah, it's an item called loaded oh, dice. Also an item. 
Yeah, there's also a there's also an ability on some Pokemon that make it so that I think Cincino carries it. And I'm not sure what other Pokemon, but there's several Pokemon that carry an ability that makes it so they're going to attack five times all the time. But now you can slap this item on a Pokemon with a different ability. Uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, it just depends which Pokemon are going to end up having these moves uh, in this uh, generation. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to see like how that's going to pair and what Poke it's going to pair with some Pokemon for sure. And people are going to try it out. It's just uh, depending on how many times, I mean, how many Pokemon, what Pokemon, the typing and all that. Uh, let, let's just see. We're going to have to wait and see on that one. But uh, I think the Shed Tail move, the Retreat with Substitute might be pretty big. They also mentioned that there was a move on a Pokemon earlier. I'm not sure if it was official or if it was in leaks that there's a move that might be able to revive Pokemon. Uh, if I rem sense. if I remember reading correctly, then the covert cloak is also going to be a big one. I think uh, mirror herb can also be a big thing too, but that's very like circumstantial. Like you you you're going to depend on another Pokemon to like buff itself to so that you copy its stats. Mm -hmm. So I mean, to me, they're all interesting and going to have their use. It's kind of just a wait and see, like what Pokemon are going to be in the Pokédex and that kind of stuff, and what moves everybody's going to be able to use and stuff like that. So I'm ex I was excited to see it. Uh, so, I mean, anything Pokemon, I'm always excited. You know oh, that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So in sticking with Pokemon, right now, uh, Ash's Dragonite is up for gift in Pokemon Sword and Shield. If you want to get that. Just uh, hop on Google and type in Ashes Dragonite. I think till the 8th you can get it. So, I mean, go for that. It's free. It's a Dragonite. It's awesome. Uh, up next, Patrick Mahomes is coming to Fortnite. I mean, I what? Uh, who are the, what, who's not in Fortnite at this point? Like, I mean, I want to throw my, my uh, name in the hat. You know, I'll, I'll be in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just waiting for like a character creator or a, what is it? Something oh yeah, like that, man. Something yeah, like that. I wouldn't doubt it. So we have the Game Awards uh, announced for December eighth of this year. Yeah, yes, usually December. I yeah, remember, I usually watch them. Yeah, the Game Awards December eighth of this year. Then hopping over to Sony, this was a kind of a weird one, which to me was out of nowhere. Sony is increasing the price of the PS5 in, across certain regions. Yes, not here, right? If I remember correctly. Yes. Not in the US. I think but, you're right. But in Europe and... and Euro Europe, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, Canada. Yeah, that was a strange one. I'm not sure about how much, but that was kind of strange to even see, man. That was, that was a weird one. I think uh, probably about $50, $30, is kind of what I saw in different places, at least the ones that I was familiar with the price. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but with this, of course, this comes out and everybody also wants to know, how about you guys, Nintendo? How about you guys, Microsoft? And both of them did comment that they're not going to be increasing the price of their consoles. So I'm not sure why this happened, but... Uh, because Sony is weird, but it's happening, so just uh, look out. 
no, and sticking. Just real quick, because I obviously never put it past Tony to to pull some stuff. Just, just in general, man, they're always so random. Yeah, just out of nowhere, like what they're doing? What? When I first saw it, I said like, oh, they're dropping their price because you know there's been rumors about another model coming soon, or you know maybe next year we'll get something else. But no, like they're they're increasing their price, and they're they're still. Aren't they still the harder console to get out of like the yes. two Xbox yes. and PlayStation? Yeah, so people, so people online were like, oh, great. You know, glad I got mine for regular price. And they put their $800 just being rolled out. That's <laughs> just funny, dude. So sticking with Sony, Sony is planning to add Discord to PlayStation in the coming months. Now, this is good news, I think, because Discord should probably at this point be like the universal thing. Uh, for party chat, um, it's also a like a hub of sorts, like the way we use it with our news and stuff like that. Have you tried Discord on Xbox at all? No, that's because I was looking for it a while back, but I couldn't find it. Now, it when I first used it, it I was in the same boat. Like I was like, where do I find this? How do I open this app? Where's the app? Is it in the party? It's a little scuffed. I'm not going to lie. You have to open the app either like on a tablet or on your phone and then transfer it. Like kind of cast or throw the party to your Xbox. Which is. is kind of weird. Like it's that's that's kind of scuffed and a little inconvenient. I mean, it's doable. It's not hard. It's the click, uh, a couple clicks of your phone, and then boom, you're on Discord on your Xbox. That sounds just tedious. Yes. It, I, it's just not as easy as, like, three clicks on your Xbox. Instead, it's, like, two clicks on your phone and a click on your Xbox, which isn't that much. But the fact that you got to, like, unlock your phone, get on Discord, hop in a party, then click, like, move to move to Xbox... I don't know. Like, that's not what I was expecting. So to me, it was kind of like, whoa, like, why couldn't they just like opt into Discord party chat instead of Xbox party chat? Right. Yeah, that is that's weird. That's that's because I couldn't even find it. But geez, that's weird. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that PlayStation kind of makes that jump to make it like a real Discord, either app or tab or something like that. And can push Microsoft to do the same thing too down the line. Uh, so that was it for gaming. We do have a lot in TV and movies this week. And uh, I'll jump right into it. We got our first look at The Last of Us. Uh, it was in a little... What was it? It wasn't quite a trailer. It was kind of like an HBO, all these different things coming up kind of little trailer. So, And Last of Us was kind of featured there. Did they get their own trailer already? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was kind of like that that looking forward kind of thing. And we got our look at, uh, do you, are you familiar with, I know Joel. I know the name Joel. Yeah, jo- Joel and Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. Ellie or Nelly? Ellie. 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 So we yes. got our first look at them. And uh, I mean, what did you think? Was it enough? Is it, was it not enough? Are you I excited? Are you? Eh? I actually haven't seen the trailer. Um, I know it was a short one. I know it was a surprise. I do like the casting. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right from the get go. Uh, we we have um, 
what's her name from Game of Thrones as Ellie. Um, the the one who became what was her name? Do you know? Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about, right? What's her name? Yeah, is her name Bella Ramsey? I think so. Yeah, she's a Ramsey. I think maybe. it's Bella Ramsey. Yeah, Bella Ramsey. Okay. She was Liana Mormont. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, she's gonna be Ellie, and honestly, she, she looks like she fits apart. Um, and I can definitely see it because Ellie obviously goes from the beginning timid to this. I guess a force to be reckoned with, right? She's courageous. She's able to kind of go and stand up for what she believes in and, you know, just is able to just live and continue living and has that, you know, desire to live. And obviously, she, I think, does a damn good job over in Game of Thrones. So I think it'll translate very well. Uh, Joel is actually played by um, uh, our boy. What's his name? Also from Game of Thrones, Pedro Pascal. Yes, yes, Pedro Pascal. And for some reason, I wasn't even going to say Pedro pa- uh, 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 Game of Thrones. I was going to say, because uh, I, I, I lost. Mandalorian? I last saw, no, not even Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, I last saw Pedro Pascal in the film, uh, in the Nicolas Cage film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Pedro Pascal stole the that unbearable movie, weight. Man. The unbearable weight of massive talent, yes. And if anything, it, it was it was a good movie. It was an okay movie. I, you know, it was kind of whatever. Petro Pascal's character, dude, was he was good, man. And honestly, like he's he's good. So he, you can't get a better guy. And I honestly, I think he's he's gonna be a great Joel. And, you know, as far as the cast is concerned, man, they nailed it. Um, I haven't seen the trailer, but I think we're gonna be all right. If if you're a fan of 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 um, Naughty Dog's Last of Us. Yeah, it was a real, real tiny, just little touch. Uh, not even its own trailer, but I mean, we're looking forward to that big time, especially as gamers slash movie enjoyers, show enjoyers. So we're hoping for something really great. Yeah. So we have The Boys. Season four is now filming. Uh, a big one that a lot of people talk about. I've actually seen the first two episodes. How do you like it? It's it's funny. I just ha- was watching so many other things at the time that I was not hooked enough to like give up what I was watching and and invest in this. Now, b- based on other things I've seen, the thing that's most similar to what I saw in those first two episodes is um what is it called? The one with John Cena. Yes, Peacemaker. Just funny, over the top, uh, the language, just crazy out there. <laughs> I can see why people love it. I bet it's just going to get even crazier. Well, it's supposed to be crazy. I know when season three came out, man, there was just so many like memes and internet talk because they're just doing some outrageous things. I and mean, they're not scared to kind of listen to the voices of, of the internet and just kind of do their own thing and get really into it. So, and I'm, I'm thinking about seeing in particular, I'm not going to say that out loud just in case people are watching it, but yeah, man, they listen and they go for the goofy shit. <laughs> so it's good. It's good to see. It's fun to see. Yeah. I think I saw that somebody just got casted too for season four, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I think it's the name I saw. Yes. It's yes, going to be right. coming to the boys. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of his, so let's yeah, see. Def- I saw him in uh, Supernatural. <laughs> Let's see what he's able to add there. Uh, community. We talked about it last week that there had been rumblings about a community moving going forward. It is officially happening. 
they are in different little like negotiations and stuff like that. So I guess I can't say it's officially happening yet until we actually get an announcement and everything. But as of right now, it's moving forward. I know, I think I mentioned last time, me, Andrew, Ricky are big fans. I think Mark also is the one that was talking about it in the group chat also. So I guess he's a, he must be a fan too. I know Cornelio is a big fan of, uh, what's his name? Donald Glover. So he'll probably check it out too. Yeah. So right on with that. Uh, The Batman 2 is officially being written. We talked about it last week. I think that it was kind of going to be far off in the future. Not really anything planned as of yet. But I guess uh, things change and the Batman 2 is being written and is probably going to come sooner than we thought. Where did I see it? Was it? Was it on here or was it somewhere else that they have a trilogy planned, but nothing past that for Robert Pattinson and his Batman is, is going to be like cemented in any way. So once they're done with him, like past that particular point, they're going to be done with him completely is what I read somewhere. I don't know how true that is. Look it up again. I always see these things read them, move on. Um, but they do kind of like stick in my head somewhere, you know, enough okay. to remember. So yeah, just kind of something to look into. It was kind of a weird little thing like, oh, yeah. He's still coming and he's going to come for three movies, but we have no long-term plans after that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, I guess. Like, how do you, how do you say something like that? <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, that's a little, that's a little weird, but I guess it's, it might be because he's already such a huge actor or maybe they don't want to constrain him or any of the other big actors they have in the, in the show, or maybe they have other plans. They don't just want to throw all this money at the Batman since it seems like we have Batman stuff all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, depending what their plan is with uh, different other things. I know there's supposed to be that Penguin series um, as as far as we know right now. But I don't know. That That is kind of weird. But I'll, I'll keep a lookout for that and we'll uh, update you if we end up getting more details about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sticking with Batman, Apple, Hulu, and Netflix are all now are all now majorly interested in Batman the Cape Crusader. We touched on it last week that the Batman animated series, the Cape Crusader, was no longer going to be moved forward at... HBO. Yes, on HBO Max. It was going to be an exclusive HBO Max. They were going to shop it around, and they didn't have any buyers yet, but now it seems like it's going to either end up on Apple Plus, Hulu, or Netflix. We'll see. I'm just glad it's going forward because Batman the Animated Series was one of my favorites growing up. Probably my favorite show, cartoon as a kid, outside of Pokemon maybe. But Batman was my dude, so I'm just glad it's it's not it's one of those that's getting moved and not scrapped. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm, coming back for season twelve. Another show that our buddy Cornelio, aka Brown Yeti, is a big fan of. Uh, if you don't know the show, you know the song, the little, da, 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 da. you know the song, right? Yes. Yes, I do. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. My throat's a little dry. So yeah. Ah, good water. So Ryan Reynolds is working on a clue movie. I had to throw this in there because I actually was a big fan of the original Clue movie growing up. Did you ever see it? Another one with Tim Curry? Yes. 
<laughs> I saw it once or twice. Maybe. I, it was, I was like, I think it came out in originally 1995, six. I don't know yes. why that number is coming out. Is that when it came out? I don't know why. Somewhere there. Somewhere I, there. I'm going to look it up in a bit because I want to know. It's just that's the number that's coming to my mind. Yeah, but it was a Tim Curry one. I remember watching it a long time ago. I don't remember it. I just do remember Tim Curry because he always had that. That smile and the creepy, the guy, he's always had that creepy. He's <laughs> the Tim Curry creepy. look, yeah, yeah, dude. The Tim Curry look, man. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, no, um, I'm actually excited about this. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds, but I, Who Done It films are actually a lot of fun. The last Who Done It film I saw was, I guess, not was it Ryan Johnson's Knives Out? It's been a while. The one I want to check out of the Who Done It is that Bodies, Body, Bodies. I know. Uh, man and I have been talking about it. It's in theaters right now, so hopefully, hopefully we get a chance to go and see that. Um, but no, it, it, it's Ryan Reynolds, man. Obviously, it's gonna be comedy. Um, who's who done it? Film, so it's gonna be. It should be fun. I hope it's fun. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Clue is based on a on a game, on a tabletop game where you play and you kind of have to figure out who who done it. Like Marcus said, you have to figure out uh, with little clues and colors and stuff like that. Um. I, all I remember about this is uh, Tim Curry. I, I remember the I remember the movie, but I remember Tim Curry, and I remember I thought that the maid was super hot <laughs> when I was a kid. So hopefully well, they stick with that well, <laughs> hot maid. And if I uh, I was off by ten years, it came out in nineteen eighty five. There was a oh. five there was a five subword in there, so you know. So yeah, nineteen eighty five. That's all it was. And Christopher Lloyd was in it. I don't remember yeah. Christopher Lloyd in the film. That's true. He was in it. He was Professor Plum. Now, now I remember. Yes, yes, he was. Man, it's been a long time, dude. It's been a long time. Yeah. Speaking of classics, Godzilla and Kong are returning to the big screen March 15th of 2024. Now, it is still, you know, uh, not, not quite two years, but, you know, closer to two years away. Um, the 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 past films have already gotten a lot of, have had a lot of success. The kaiju movies and these big monster movies and whatever. So we're going to be having another one of those. And I think the big description here is that we are going to be uniting and fighting against a colossal undiscovered threat. Within our world. Yes. So two hour, give me a two hour Kaiju fight. I don't give a damn about the human aspect of this film. I mean, you know what I mean? I want to see Godzilla and King Kong go at it. Um, we had mentioned, right? Or we had mentioned we're not really sure who this colossal underscore threat. The only big guy I can think of, and they showed they showed a lot of the of Godzilla's already big, big ones. Um, the only one that they haven't fought, they haven't uh, he hasn't fought against is Destroyer. So that's the only one that I was kind of like, well, I was like maybe if you can kind of twist it a bit uh, to get Destroyer to be that one because he was always considered to be you know basically Godzilla 2.0 over, and I think he was first he was first released in in, in the 1990s. Uh, four or five or something like that and he was supposed to be on par if not i'm sorry he was supposed to be better than godzilla in every aspect when he was um when he was introduced uh do you know a lot about destroyer he came he, he actually came from the uh um if you see the original godzilla the 1960s version um the way they kill godzilla in that one is is they have the oxygen tank that kind of sucks up the oxygen from the bottom of the ocean or whatever and yeah, by doing so, they're able to annihilate Godzilla in this way. Well, apparently, Destroyer is supposed to be born off that oxygen capsule, you know, thing there. So it kind of makes sense that well, if they're going from that direction, you know, I was kind of putting two and two together. Um, 
he's he, that you can say he's from Earth because of the of the oxygen. I forgot what it's called. There was a name for it. Um, you know, bomb that they used. So um, I'm not sure. Do you know anything about destroyer or anything? Or do you have, do you uh, have any I, ideas about what's going on? He he he's actually one of the one of the villains I'm not familiar with whatsoever. Really? I have heard I have heard that he's also uh, a big one. He's he's supposed to be like out of all of them, he's supposed to be one of the up there with King Ghidorah. Like he's up yeah. there. For for me, like the big end all be all was always gonna be King Ghidorah, but yeah. now that they're moving forward and it's not just Godzilla, like it's also Godzilla and Kong. So it has to be something that not that neither one of them could beat on their own. So I'm like, man, where are they gonna go with this? We already saw Mecha Godzilla and we saw Ghidorah fight Godzilla in his own movie. So Is it let's see there. and that's the only person I can think of, Destroyer, because he he does get like a buff a buff thing. As a matter of fact, I even think in one of the later films, Godzilla goes into um, one of his I don't want to say Super Saiyan, but he does have a uh, what is it called? Final Godzilla or something like that, or Super Godzilla form or something like that. Just take him out. It's where he kind of like glows and like legit like he's going Super Saiyan. I, again, these were Godzilla movies that I saw sporadically and I saw a lot. Usually at my grandmother's house and stuff like that. But Godzilla does have like these forms and stuff like that so maybe they're instead of having a form king kong and godzilla are going to team up to maybe take my you know it's gonna be interesting and if it's somebody new and fresh that's awesome too so i i'm again to give me a two-hour fight man two-hour two-hour godzilla fight i don't give a damn about the people and just yeah you know you know what i mean yeah the the only other thing i thought of is didn't in one of the movies didn't we get something where they end up going into like the into the ocean and underwater and that's what they're trying to find yeah when they went to like the that's where they found kong's axe or basically kong's home world remember that yes so the only other thing i was thinking is maybe there's something there maybe there's something in there because that would also say you would you could also say like that's from our own world yeah yeah it's it's from from a world within our world and Kong got his axe, but like we didn't really get any other backstory on that place or stuff like that. Yeah. Which lends itself to our next topic. We are getting a King Kong series on Disney Plus. I don't think we have a date yet, but we are gonna get that sometime in between now and this movie. So maybe that'll kind of give us some hints. Maybe that's what this series will be about rather than uh them going into that in the movie. And maybe we'll get our reveal there. Or or just it. hints or something. So I always thought that was really interesting how they went into that and I wanted to know more about it. And then obviously like they had a movie to finish, so we couldn't go into that. We had to go back to our fight, right? Yeah. So maybe over the course of this show, we'll get a little bit of backstory there and stuff. Yeah. Cause clearly it's becoming, it's, it's becoming a, you know, pretty good universe, a franchise, if you would. Oh yeah. So Pinocchio also coming to Disney plus on i think they're saying disney day which i believe is september 8th the trailer is out now i haven't seen it yet but i did hear that tom hanks is in it yeah i haven't seen it either i was confusing it with guillermo de toro's uh pinocchio but that one comes out on netflix <laughs> so i was like wait a second <laughs> wrong one and i'm i'm actually real curious i'm super and i've told you millions of times i'm super big on that one scene just because, you know, Pinocchio was originally, what, 1940s or 50s. I know it's one of the older ones. Um, mm-hmm. And it was okay to, have, you know, have weird and, you know, off-putting type of scenes. I and mean, in the original Pinocchio, <clears throat> Pleasure Island, 
was that that the whole idea of Pleasure Island and what it encompasses and what it means and everything that transpires between those 25 minutes of, of when he when he's at Pleasure Island all the way up until when he turns into an ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see how that's going to be done in the both versions. If they follow that storyline, you know, or obviously the Disney Plus original will. I'm not sure about the Netflix one, but I want to see the Disney the Disney Plus version just to see how they handle Pleasure Island. It's, be, it's crazy. It's one of the most crazy scenes. If you don't know what scene I'm talking about, just type in Pinocchio, Pleasure Island, and you're going to be mind blown because you're like, what is this, man? Like, it's, this is some crazy stuff. This is a kid's movie? Wow. Crazy. So up next, we have Shazam and Aquaman. Both sequels have been delayed. Now, based on what I see, I see that Shazam was moved because they wanted to distance themselves from Avatar, the Avatar release. And Aquaman, they are saying that it is because they have not been able to finish up all the visual effects. Mm. At least that's what they're at least that's what they're putting out there. I don't know. Shazam 2. And I'm kind of that one was kind of a little crazy just because I again, Shazam was great. Um, Black Adam comes out soon. So I figured, you know, that universe, but obviously, you know, Avatar, let's see what happens with Avatar 2. I'm, I'm very curious, super curious, just in general for Avatars to, um, is there, what they're going to be like in the blockbuster. So um, if Shazam 2, obviously they're trying to distance themselves from that, then obviously, you know, they, you know, try to work out something. But Aquaman 2, that one's a little strange for me. And now it's always going to be strange for me, just because... Again, I think the further they delay it, I guess the further time they put between them and, you know, just Amber Heard News or whatever, I guess trying to distance themselves also from that type of stigma that's out there for them. So, I mean, the visual effects is what you want what you want to go with by all means. But you did say the visual effects from part one, or at least was it you or somebody else that I've heard was just are spectacular. Yeah, so. it, it, was, it was a really good looking movie. I, in my opinion, I thought it was a really good looking movie. Yeah, I hear, and it, I hear. To, me, to me, it was a pretty good movie too. One of the better ones that DCS put out, probably behind Wonder Woman or maybe Man of Steel. Somewhere in those, those are the good ones. Wonder Woman 2 was pretty, pretty bad. Uh, you know, nostalgia kind of carries Justice League and carries also uh, the Dawn of Justice, Batman versus Superman. So... Mm, I guess this is probably their second or third best movie, or the first one was. So uh, I know there is that negative stuff around Aquaman 2. So I guess if it is visual effects or if it is them trying to distance themselves a little bit more from the controversy, um, either way, um, I guess they have more time to work on it. And they can do, they can do both, you know? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens there. Speaking of controversy, another one of the people from the DC universe, The Flash, has been all over the news with controversy over the past however many months. Yeah, a few months. And he actually was hearing rumblings of his movie kind of getting scrapped, put in limbo, and maybe even getting scrapped. I guess this kind of scared him. Uh, What's the name of the actor? Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. So he kind of came forth, apologized, went and talked to the heads of the studios and everybody that was kind of making the decisions for his movie uh, is going to go, has admitted that he has problems with either substance, alcohol, different things, and is getting, is going to go into therapy. And they are, at this point, it seems like going to push forward with his movie. 
And oddly enough, they're saying that in the early screenings that the scores have been really, really high. So uh, he's, I, I don't, I actually don't think he goes by he, um, but yeah, I forgot. I, forgot I think he's, his, I think he's, they, I think he's, a, they, he's, they, them. them. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, what, is, what, uh, what is it? Just, just in general, they're very charismatic and you've seen it, you know, charming and I buy it, you know, just the way you speak, it, it works, it, it works all around and I think they're going to be pretty awesome in it. That's because I'm not even familiar, I don't, I don't see Flash, I, I don't see the, the series or the other ones, like even prior to this, like again, I have no inkling of what it's like seeing him, you know what I mean? But just them as an actor, you know, just, I'm curious. I'm curious. And if the early screens are like that, it's going to be crazy to see. Interesting to see. Yeah. And the, the way that they're gauging it is they're saying that it has the best scores since the Nolan Batman movies. Oh, my. In, in DC. So, I mean, come on. Like, that, that, that's, that's big. You can't just compare it to those movies. And I mean, everyone's going to be curious now. And I'm not too familiar with The Flash and a lot of his history, too. But I've heard of some really cool things and how they tie in. And we've already seen like some little hints and stuff about it. Uh, the way he time travels and the Flashpoint paradox and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I think that's usually like the, is usually what people hear of when you hear like, oh, the big stuff with The Flash. Yeah, because The Flashpoint's huge. And The Flashpoint is where... Um, you're kind of introduced to a lot of those different branching universes, storylines. Uh, for example, with like uh, Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne, right? And that's one of the more popular Flashpoints uh, series in the comic universes where Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, Bruce Wayne dies instead, and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. So Flashpoint is the reason why those things happen. So if you have the Flash and it, the movie is going to introduce those things, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it opens the floodgates for like all these different yeah, things yeah. to very, happen. Very multiverse, right? Very multiverse from, from Marvel, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Even even some extremes, like you talked about uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the What If series. I don't know if you've seen any of those in Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, just like these crazy, like, what if this happened? What if this happened? You can you can go from anything anything from like something simple, a simple change in the DC universe to something extreme, like, like what you mentioned about Martha and Mar Martha being the Joker and Thomas being Batman. That's just, that that's wild. So let's see. I mean, I, I hope they do move forward and I hope we do get to see and that it lives up to that hype because that's a lot of hype. Yeah, for sure. So now Netflix, Netflix, we talked about them adding a, an ad tier. And they have put out that it will be from seven to nine dollars. Oh no! Oh no! Whatever. So um, I mean, that's honestly not bad. I know people like people don't mind ads, and honestly, for seven nine dollars, that's a lot cheaper. I understand. Well, you know, that's what it. That, you know, Netflix. Uh, I, what is it? When I started, I was paying nine dollars a month. Yes, that was in twenty twelve. You know what I mean? It's been ten years, and obviously, they don't have the same content that they did ten years ago. Um, so seven and nine dollars, and there's a little asterisk there, right? Seven nine dollars a month for ads. You know, if you don't mind them, that's honestly solid, man. That's that's super solid. And again, uh, if it's seven and nine, I'm assuming nine. I guess ten dollar would be your HD 
4K range, I guess. I guess what what it's gonna be, right? I, I would assume that and makes sense. Their seven dollar would be your just HD uh, standard two screen, you know, um, Netflix um, tier. So it's it's kind of interesting. Obviously, but I guess we'd be playing for the premium because what is it right now? Fifteen? I think it's going up to seventeen or eighteen dollars. So what are we paying right now? I think that's about right. Fifteen to seventeen. I think it's the jump we're so, taking. So for almost half the price, you stick ads on there, and there you go. Um, but again, even before the price hike, I would think when I started Netflix, I was paying. I never played. I never paid any in the single digits ever. I think I started paying like twelve or thirteen dollars for the four screens, just the HD stuff like that. So it's gone up three dollars for me, and I don't mind because I use Netflix and for ads to again pay a third of the original cost that I paid starting in twenty thirteen. Again. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a fair thing and it gives people options. It gives people, um, I guess, choices, right? To pick what they, how they want to experience their Netflix channel, the Netflix channel in this case, right? Yeah, just a little bit of money off for those uh, that want to budget a little bit maybe and have don't mind those little ads or, you know, uh, a good price point for people to be able to jump into your 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 streaming service and i mean let's let's be honest it beats the hell out of cable right you're not gonna get cable for seven or nine dollars a month so and that's it that's what that's if you want to just roll netflix i know people have other ones hulu apple there's all kinds of options or whatever but and ultimately it comes down to what has the stuff you like how much time we're gonna be investing in that particular app and whether it's worth the money that you put into it. That, that's what it all comes down to. And sometimes even with two or three, it's still that's still not enough more than it's not not more than cable. So do your if you do your homework a bit, you can kind of sit down, budget correctly, and really get the most bang for your buck by sitting down and doing this. And obviously, it's seven and nine dollars for Netflix with ads, you know, works for you. As and if you have what if you prefer Hulu ad free and stuff like that, by all means, you know, you you do you. And I think uh I think that Netflix probably has what it has going for it is probably diversity. It has so much stuff, live action, animated comedy, uh, Korean stuff, all kinds of stuff for all different kinds of people. So, I mean, give it a shot. Uh, speaking of Netflix way back in the day, Marcus, I, I had to, this pops into my head and I had to ask you, did you ever rent DVDs? When I first got Netflix, I had the option, like I was able to rent DVDs and I was mm -hmm. able to rent discs and stuff like that. I actually did not do it with DVDs, with Netflix in particular, because I was always, for whatever reason, I was always too scared. But I did do too it. Too scared? Yeah, yeah, man. I was in college, I would pay for those were weird. And at the time, again, I think I had just gotten it when I was already phasing out, because we had that and we had Redbox uh, right down the street or whatever. Shoot, I think as a, as a matter of fact, San Marcos at the time, that's, that's where I went to college, still had Blockbuster when I went there. Can you believe that? Um, wow. Yeah, it closed down it's like a year when I got there and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, kind of interesting. But I, I did rent games from, and I don't know if you remember, Gamefly? Was it Gamefly? Gamefly. Yeah, yeah, it's Gamefly. I did rent but because I felt more comfortable with that because it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. <laughs> but it was just once. They got it and I was like, dang, that's cool. And then I did it. I just never, you know, we never felt went through with that. But yeah, Gamefly is where I kind of purchased those things. 
Okay, I also had uh, Netflix way back, but I never did the DVD thing. Uh, I did try out Gamefly once or twice, and I was also a big Redbox guy. Right. So I would use that to rent movies and to try out games like when they would come out. And then I games that I wasn't sure of, if they were going to come out on Redbox, I would go rent, try and rent them right away. Sometimes people would beat you to it and you would kind of have like no luck. Right. Yeah. But I would try I would go try out games and be like, hey, do if I like this, like I'm going to buy it. But at least I, have to, I get to try it out for like whatever it was, two or three bucks before I make the commitment to a big purchase. Yeah, exactly. So sticking with Netflix, we got a lot of stuff for Netflix here. Glass Onion, a knife. Glass Onion, Knives Out, which you talked about earlier. You said you watched Knives, uh, a previous Knives Out. I guess this is another part, or uh, I would. Is it a sequel? Or is it a, is it a, a TV series? I think, I think it's a sequel. I think it is. I think you're right. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember seeing it, and this would be. Uh, is it is it Ryan Johnson again? Yes, Ryan Johnson. Then yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a sequel. Then because uh, the first one had um, Alma de Aras, it had a uh, Chris Evans. So honestly, dude, Chris Evans, man, he was in that movie too, and he, I saw him in that great man. Hey, that guy's phenomenal, man. Just in general, great man, phenomenal, man. Um, so yeah, I'm I am I am looking forward to to Knives Out too. And he said it was coming to Netflix directly, right? Or Yes, it's coming to Netflix December 23rd, so later this year. I'll be watching that one. Uh, sticking with Netflix, The Sandman, which we got, what, in the last... It, it hasn't been more than two weeks, right? In the last mm-hmm. week, two weeks, maybe three. Recently also got some... It dropped. Then they put out two surprise episodes, I think, last week. But... They're saying that the performance of it is not quite what they expected. I know when we had that Netflix week or whatever it was, that was one that was like at the center of all the hype that they were building all the, uh, what do you call it? Marketing. Advertising and marketing. Yeah. Yeah. The marketing was a lot towards the Sandman, the Sandman, the Sandman. They're saying based on the numbers that they got, it's not quite what they thought they were going to get. So it might be in trouble. They might be in trouble and they're not quite sure whether they're kind of on the fence about continuing or kind of just letting it go, which, which sucks because I actually really liked it and I wanted more. Speaking of really liking it and wanting it more, Resident Evil canceled (laughs) after one season. I saw that and I felt, I felt more bad for you because I did, I did see the first two episodes and never went back to it, but I didn't. I did. I was anticipating going and finishing it. I was, and when I saw this cancelled, I said, "No, why am I gonna go watch it? Like, come on, man! Like, so that sucks." But I guess, yeah. There's there's certain things. I don't. I are are you pretty much done with it? Probably, like, you're not gonna yeah. watch. It? So cancelled. So at some point, you do see a scene with. I mean, spoilers if you're. Not if if you're actually going to watch it, if you're like one of the enjoyers like me, like all three of us, right? <clears throat> There's a scene in particular. I mean, Wesker was the best part of it, easily. Lance Reddick as Wesker. So there's a scene where he actually is a clone of Wesker, and there are various clones of Wesker. There's a scene where they throw it back to him still working for Umbrella and being kind of timid and stuff with some of his other clones and you do see midnight wesker walk in 
and just be a badass and bully all these other versions of himself who he created. So if something ever happens to him, he's still alive. Are you talking about like Midnight Wesker, like Blonde yes. Boy Wesker? Mid- Midnight Wesker. Well, Our it's Blonde still, Boy. It, it, no, no, no. It's still it's still Reddick. Oh, it's still him. It's, okay, it, okay, it's still okay. Lance Reddick. Okay. But he's in like the black suit yeah, yeah, the, the, that, the we're, that we know of. Yes, that we know oh, of from, okay. from Resident Evil 5. So he's in that suit. And uh, we do get we get that, which was one of like the high points for me. Then we do get some other like little mutative stuff with like zombies. And one of them is able to like control and be like the mother zombie for the rest and kind of is able to to kind of tell the other zombies what to do, like through her vocal cords. And we learned that now in this in that Resident Evil lore or of that series, this series, which is now done. Right. And at the very end. Uh, Wesker actually sacrifices himself for his daughters in the in the childhood timeline and he leaves them a note of somebody to look for that is going to help them I wasn't I was what is it or what he says look for her she's going to help you who do you think whose name was on that note that would be the most exciting to you and me for okay for me or for like you for both of us who of all the Resident Evil people in live action who are we going to want to see who is the ultimate waifu? Well, Ada Wong. That, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's what was? That, yes, was. that's who they were going to look for, Ada Wong. I was like, yes, we're going to get to see our baby on screen. And I mean, now we're denied. That's what, that's what I was like. I was like, man, I can't. I was like, oh, let me go looking for Ada Wong. I'm like, huh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Claire Redfield or something. I was like, no, nah, nah, I'm not, boo. I was like, it's not, it, dude, it has to be Ada, dude. It has to yeah, be. <laughs> once I said waifu, you knew, right? Yes, yes, yes. Once There's you only said, one like, answer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it, w- it was a very different take it was a di- very different uh story a lot of people actually liked the childhood story and didn't like the future story it's what i kind of get from most people online but uh i mean it's over now so let's see if uh people just dis- if we ever get a good resident evil series i mean i know people do like the the other one with alice and that those movies but Oh man, like I want—I just want Resident Evil done right, you know. And this yeah. wasn't quite that, but yeah, I think. But I think the community as a whole—it's kind of unfair to them, just because the community as a whole is going to be coming at you with, you know, they expect a video game adaptation like the video game, you know, to I mean? a T, to a to T, a T. Yeah. and yeah, and to me, there's nothing wrong with kind of getting into it and you know, just giving it a shot, giving it a chance. I guess taking a little creative choice, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh well. So it's funny you mentioned video game stuff because we are getting a Horizon Zero Dawn series developed on Netflix. You see this news yet? Yes, and I hear nothing but great things about Horizon Zero Dawn. I really do. I've tried actually playing the first one. I just never got into it. I guess I'm not sure for what reason. That's because honestly, I bought the game, I sold it. I bought the game again, I sold it again. Well, for free, I put it back. And then it was on sale for five bucks because it was the complete edition with the DLC that came out years later. I got it on Black Friday. I bought it for five bucks. I still have that game sitting there. Sitting there. I bought it three times. And I played it or whatever. And I just, I got into, I got into a part of like a snow village still in the beginning. I was like, yeah, it's fun or whatever. I just, I couldn't, like, I just didn't get into it. I know Brown Yeti, um, 
said he got like halfway through. Same story, just didn't finish it. I don't know if you ever went back and played it, but I know that's him. Yeah, I actually bought it recently. It uh, it came to PC in the last like two years or so, and it went on sale in the last couple months, and I, I picked it up, but I haven't touched it yet. But all I hear is really great things about it, and we just got part two in the last year. And maybe when we get a little closer to that one's PC release, I'll try it out. Or when I have a dry spell, actually, now would be a great time to uh, yeah, right, play right it. Before, right before, Bef- you know. Before Overwatch and Pokemon mm-hmm. take over. So Right before everything else comes out. So we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. It's supposed to be a great story, a great game. So I'll probably dip into the game here soon, and we'll see what the movie brings. Or series, I mean. You should always try Sandman. <clears throat> eh. I have I I I've only heard good things about that one from you and plus, you know. I haven't even played I haven't even played Mass Effect and you want to give me you want to tell me what to play. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get to him, guys. He promises. <laughs> now another video game film coming to Netflix is going to be Bioshock. This one I'm even more excited for because I'm a huge Bioshock guy. Um, and something that was interesting and I think reassuring about this one is the director is going to be Francis Lawrence, wh- whose work includes Constantine, I Am Legend, and Catching Fire, the Hunger Games movie. And the writer is named Michael Green, and his works include Logan and Blade Runner 2049. Bioshock so, as a series in general, that's like, that's a great storytelling. Not only that. The setting, that's peak setting right there. Like, how do you get past, oh, I guess, in this case, an underwater city, or in, you know, Infinite's case, a, sky, a city in the sky. Like, it's just, it's, it's just, that's just good writing. I, I liked, I like, I actually got through the first one, mostly, and I just never got the, the ending, uh, for whatever reason. But I never played part two, and then Infinite. I loved Infinite. I really, really did. And that's because people say Infinite was the, well, no, they said it was the second best one. People say that the worst one is part two, for some mm-hmm. reason. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Part two. Part two is very similar to part one, but just not not different enough to where it separated itself. Mm-hmm. It, it just wasn't its own thing. It was like part one light. So it was just. Eh. So, I, I loved part one. I actually never finished part three, but the the trilogy always goes on sale. So it's actually one that I've always I always keep my eye on. Like. Is it time? Is it time? Is it time like to replay them? And maybe this is going to be the thing that leads me to finally do it and play the, through those games again and finally finish part three because Actually, everybody, have... everybody always talks about that one. I do. Part three is great, dude. And there's so many twists and turns and the twins and no, but it's good. And Elizabeth, everybody loves Elizabeth in that one. Um, because I guess the, the character, a little bit more character, a, little, a lot more fleshed out. The story is like, it's a little bit more driven in part three and in infinite and in infinite. Um, mm-hmm. So I loved it, and I actually have, I, I've had the trilogy for a long time on the Xbox, for a long time, for years. Um, I've had several friends play it. Malik Don came and played through Infinite in one playthrough or whatever, sat down there, and I was, I was just watching him play, and I said, this is great stuff. But, like, I had fun just watching him. So, you know, it's good, like, because I usually want to do the playing, but I was just sitting back and watching what he was doing, um, and then getting mad when he would mess up and not do what I, what I told him to. <laughs> I, always, I always enjoy that, actually, with my sister. When I watch my sister play games, I have the best time. And just her getting frustrated with certain things and me kind of just like, 
let's see if she figures this out. Like, I love it, dude. <laughs> and then it gets to a point where I feel bad and I want to tell her what to do. Like, I'm sure you do, too, because you know what you're doing. Yeah. And somebody that's not as familiar with uh, what they're doing, you you kind of start to get a little frustrated yourself. Like, dude, just do this. No, so for some reason, it's a little just, off press, just press A and X. Yeah, it was Melee Tone 2. And so what gets me frustrated <laughs> is usually when it comes to games, and a little off topic, when it comes to games, right? Trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. And it's the matter of how fast you do these trial, trial and error things, you know, that you're going to get through a level faster. And when people, and when people who don't really play games as often, they, their trial and error, I guess, part of their video game session takes forever. They look right. They look left, they look right again, they decide <laughs> to go straight, you know, and they look they look straight, nothing happens, so they backtrack. Where us, it's, it's you know, right, up, left, up, you know, and we're going, we, if we think this is going to lead to a cutscene, no, we got to backtrack and check the other side just in case, and then go forward. Like, we already have everything down to a T, and I guess our mannerisms, you know, when we do our, like, our, our exploring, and when we're kind of just making sure that we didn't miss anything, like, we have our, our reflexes down to where we do everything super fast. So when someone does it slow, oh my God, I'm just here like just looking at him. And, Meliton, <laughs> and, and our boy, you know, my boy Meliton, man, shout out to him. Big, he does that. We were, like, I was playing, I replayed Banjo Kazooie past the hell out. I replayed, wait, it was like maybe a year, year and a half ago. He's replay, he wants to play Banjo Kazooie. I said, okay, cool. <clears throat> There's a crab. One of the missions is where you got to get a crab inside the. The crab's shell, giant crab. Well, it's not a crab. It's a a hermit, for, a hermit uh, crab. And he goes, Marcus, how do I how do I beat him? How do I beat him? I keep dying. And I was, what are you talking about? Just hit him, Marcus. I'm trying. Nothing's happening. I was like, Mayton, press A and X, Mayton. Jump and press X, which does it would you jump with banjo and you just kind of peck with Kazooie, right? So Mayton, I'm trying. I'm trying. I was like, you're not doing it. If you're trying, if you're still dying, you're not doing it right. And and Rico was on the on the on the on the on the channel Hard too. To on the party chat, and he was just laughing, and I was like, "Press annex, Mayton. Just press annex." And I just kept repeating it, annex, annex. And Mayton goes, "Okay, I finally, I finally beat him." I was like, "How'd you beat him?" He says, Watch, "I just pressed annex." I said, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> so that's like a little inside joke we got. It was pretty funny. I know. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people have to be excited because Bioshock. Kind of had a huge fan base and uh, probably continues to have a fan base. It's I, one of the games I've been waiting for them to come out with another one. So, I think if they ever decide to come out with another one, I think it would. Are you kidding me? I think it'd blow up crazy. Yeah, if they really like go into like the RPG elements that were in part one with the powers and different ways to play your character, you know, visuals. Now the visuals that we have in video games nowadays. Psh, would be crazy, so mm -hmm. I'm 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 pumped. I hope uh, I hope the movie's great, and I hope the game is coming soon. Yes, Bioshock Four, we need it. So, last two things for Netflix: Stranger Things season five will have eight episodes. So, I saw a graphic the other day where they're kind of planning already the eight episodes. They have blocks, and they're kind of writing what things are going to happen in what episode. So. It's being planned. It's being written. We know it's going to be eight episodes. That tells us that it's probably going to be longer-ish episodes, kind of like we had this past go around. Or maybe a couple short ones and a couple long ones at the end to wrap up the series, because this is going to be the final series. I mean, final season. So, I mean, I hope it, it kills it like we're all expecting it to. 
Then we also got our first look at Evan Peters, which is going to star in Dahmer, a Netflix series. And he's going to be Jeffrey Dahmer. And that so, is, you could probably count on us watching it just because, again, my, uh, my girlfriend loves horror. Not horror. Uh, serial killer. Duh. It's not even. It's a movie, right? Like, not. It's not even. It's not a docu. A docu series, right? It's a movie. It's a, It's gonna be a series. Actually. A series. Oh, okay, so, it's gonna be a series. So, I, I, I always watch them too. I always watch these kinds of these kinds of things too. So we saw the, we saw the the Ted Bundy ones. Did she ever? Huh? Did she? Did she watch the one where they like are are starting the FBI? Are starting the FBI? What do you mean? It. It's a. It's like a a series where they are starting the like serial killer wing of the FBI. I don't think I, so. The, you, the main, you. the main character's name is Holden, but I can't remember what the Holden. I don't remember. I know she's seen there's, there's the one with, there's the docu-series or the, the documentary of Ted Bundy. There's the, um, the film with um, Zach Efron. We saw that one too. Okay. She's seen the Night Killer, the Night Stalker. What's up? Okay. Mind Hunter. It's called Mind Hunter. I don't. I'm not sure about Mind Hunter. I gotta check it's, on that one. It's so good. If she hasn't seen it and she likes these kinds of things, she has to watch Mind Hunter. It's two seasons. It's not very long, and it's basically them starting and and learning how to profile serial killers, like for the FBI. They work for the FBI, and they're like negotiators, and they're learning to kind of like. Try to see how a serial killer's mind works. It's 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 awesome. It's really really good. So if she likes that kind of stuff, if you like that kind of stuff, check out that Mind Hunter show. I don't know. Yeah, because been all into those. So I'm sure this one, you know, be right up there. Yeah, they're super interesting. And in sticking with a bunch of horror stuff, which I was actually gonna name this section the Ricky section. Halloween ends is coming to theaters and Peacock on October 14th. Then we have Hellraiser remake is coming to Hulu on October 7th. The Nun Part 2 is going to be coming out September 8th, 2023. And finally, Friday the 13th might, might be coming as soon as next year, uh, 2023. And this movie would actually be the 13th installment of Friday the 13th. So if they're going to do it, you know, it's got to be really, really special. Yeah. But I just hope, you know, I feel bad for that game. <laughs> oh, yeah, the game. Like, yeah. I, I, I always just mention the game, but as a matter of fact, you know, it's kind of all again, always story to something, right? Um, I was talking to Ricky a while back and Ricky started getting into pins and patches. I, I have a pin collection myself. And I was like, hey, Ricky, what kind of pins you get? What kind of pins you collect? And he, vinegar syndrome. He also on show, oh, not shadow. What's the other one? Vinegar Syndrome is the one he's always talking about. And I kind of look at these pins and stuff like that. And I said, you know, Ricky, I was like, I'm surprised you don't have your Friday the 13th pin because Friday the 13th is to us synonymous. Like, Ricky is synonymous Friday the 13th. And I started asking, like, well, what are your favorite horror movies, right? And he, I was like, give me your top five. He started naming his top five. He said Carrie was one of them. Um, I just remember Carrie being one of them. And I said, Friday the 13th. And he goes, you know, Friday the 13th, he says, was my gateway into horror films and my gateway into into just cinema in general and he says um 
I'll always have a special place in my heart for Friday the 13th, and it'll always be up there in my top three. I think, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And Freaky's hearing this, and I got the story wrong. Please let me know. But I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And I was like, damn. And and again, and I, I couldn't help but thinking like, you know, whenever, like, you know how we kind of got into anime and stuff like that, or, yeah, you know, the, that's, the, what I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, that's, that's Naruto for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly, right? Like Naruto just kind of being the headway, and he and Ricky credits Friday the Thirteenth, so he's always going to have Friday the Thirteenth in his top films. Excuse me, in his top films at all times. And I was like, I, you know, Ricky, I, I remember telling him like, um, and you don't have to put like, like you know, don't list them all. I'll, I'll allow you to put the whole franchise because again, you know, when it, when when it's something that like that, you know, that you hold like that to a standard where hey, this is why I got into horror films, you know, so. He goes, yeah, I used to go to uh, Video Plus and my dad would let me um, uh, rent one movie and I would rent Friday the 13th <laughs> and he'd watch him in the dark. I said, you're crazy. <laughs> I was like, in the dark? He goes, yeah, I'd fall asleep to them. I said, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, we, and we, we started talking about this. Was it was at our Christmas party last last it might have been last december this past december uh or actually you know months obviously the last december we did at that christmas party that we had because he had a super cool jacket blue denim jacket with and he had patches and pins and stuff like that he also has ginger snaps up there and ginger snaps is a great movie and ricky psycho gorman i think we had just seen psycho gorman a few months before that we've seen all kinds of stuff and i'm always down to watch those movies with ricky don't tell him i said that right but every time I, it has been lately but when you go to ricky's house and he's always watching something i'll sit down and just watch what what, what ridiculous movie you can be expecting from this guy so shout out to shout out to ricky man and you know friday the 13th having its 13th film releasing in 2023 or like i said could be i you know that's i think that's a big deal just for us just because of Ricky and I'm and obviously Ricky hears this news or he's heard it you know super happy for him that hopefully it come it can come out yeah for for people that are into horror in general I mean we got Halloween coming this year Hellraiser coming this year uh the nun for some of the more recent horror people that the nun if you're not familiar with them are part of the conjuring universe so uh, a new nun movie coming next year and possibly friday the 13th the 13th movie coming out next year uh if you're not familiar with that i think we've talked about it a little bit the reason friday the 13th has been up in limbo is because the people that were making uh the content and the original guy that came up with friday the 13th i think had some sort of dispute with court and stuff like that where it got kind of crazy so they kind of had to scrap a game that they were going that they were working on that we actually really loved at the time so they kind of dropped everything going forward with that game so not only will we get a new movie but you know it opens up the possibility for a new game so i mean we're always that we're down for that i'm sure all of us so oh yeah for sure so uh, horror people have a lot to look forward to now two of the big ones that i say for last new trailer for the ring of power Lord of the Rings series coming to Amazon. Yes. Now, the show has kind of been lacking a little bit of the hype, being that Lord of the Rings is such a huge deal. But it's kind of start the the hype is starting. Some of the some of the uh, early early watchers have started to throw out some reactions with some of the things that they've seen, and some people has gone as far as to say that it is a cinematic masterpiece see that 
Now, yeah. they say, I think one person even said, prepare to be blown away by this show. Um, I mean, that that's big. That's really big. Yeah, I just, I'm kind of curious how, these, how the, expect, the initial expectations are going to weigh down on, on people because it's one, it's Lord of the Rings, and two, the internet is nasty. You know, re, you know what I mean? And if it doesn't hold up, like some of these people are saying, and you know, and, and Lord of the Rings had been getting slack, the Lord of the Rings of Power had been getting all kinds of slack right from their get-go. Um, but have you seen the trailer yet? Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. I saw the trailer muted because, again, I did see it, I think. Was it in school that I see it? Or it might have been the next day. It was in school that I saw it. And holy hell, I was... I didn't, I don't even, honestly, I didn't even need this damn thing to be, to, be, to be on. I was looking, I said, that looks beautiful, stunning. Like, the environment, the trees, the water, you know, he's on the boat. And I said, holy hell, dude, like, this, it looks intense. And it looks real clean and real crispy, man. Uh, I was actually very impressed with that trailer. Yeah, so a lot of people have been saying that it fits... It, it seems like something that fits alongside the Jackson films, like perfect, which is what a lot of people, the, you know, the big Lord of the Rings buffs are going to want, right? You don't want something that diverts from the path or uh, is not true to, you know, the story, the books, the movies that we've gone before. So, I mean, as long as they stick with that, uh, uh, if it's objectively just a good show with good writing and a good, um, great visuals, like what I'm hearing. I mean, there's going to be haters, sure. But I mean, I just really hope that it just pops off. Yeah, me too. Like this. For sure. Yeah. And, and honestly, this was, this is what, you know, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you're looking at the inspiration for, for the Game of Thrones. Um, I know George R. R. Martin and J.R. Tolkien and Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones are just always kind of, you know, they're on that same path. Obviously, you know, one a little bit, a little, a lot more, a little bit more darker, a lot more darker. Whereas the other one is a little bit more high fantasy all the way around. Um, but they are synonymous for some reason, and you hope that at the end of the day, you're just giving good quality TV. You know, this is like quality television. This is quality stuff right here that we are watching. And the fact that you get to experience it for the first time, one time, you 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 want to hope it's good. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So somebody else that's hoping it's good is the people at Amazon. An insider at Amazon has said that they have put a $1 billion investment into this series. And the performance and how this series does is could possibly determine the company's future when it comes to being in the streaming game. So there's a lot of expectations for this series. <laughs> That is intense. I I had no idea that piece of news was even out there. What the hell, dude? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they have a words. they have a lot writing on it, and I mean, based on some what some of these people are saying, like it seems like it's going to be good. But I mean, that's that's a lot to bet on a series, and that's a lot of money too. A, a billion, billion dollar, dollar gamble, a, man. Uh, well, it's not necessarily a gamble, right? But you but you are betting your your streaming future on this one show and you know what at the end of the day there i don't think there's any other show you probably would not bet it with you know what i mean like if there's gonna be a show it's gonna be a show as big as or a, a franchise as big as lord of the rings 
you know, unless they came out with their Harry Potter series or something like that, right? But even then, like, uh, I would I would assume, well, I don't want to assume, but kind of which one is bigger, and that's a whole different conversation for another time. But you know what I mean? The fact that they are putting that on a grand scale, which that's crazy. That's that's crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I I really hope, not just because I'm an, an enjoyer of Lord of the Rings, but for Amazon, too, I really hope this pays <laughs> off. So, Jeff we'll see. Money. Yeah, we'll see. Not everybody oh, has that. So, good for them. <laughs> good for Lord of the Rings. So, <clears throat> the other big one, House of the Dragon, actually premiered this past week and had so many viewers... So many people logging into HBO Max that it actually crashed HBO Max. I don't know if you had that problem, but my app actually crashed twice. Well, and I, I was and I was really letting my TV have it. What time oh, what time did it crash? Do you remember? Because hey, remember, I, I don't I don't know if you remember, but I use your HBO Max, man. <laughs> no, no. I, I I usually don't have problems when I watch stuff like uh with other people, but it crashed on me twice. Uh, semi early too into it. It's weird. Well, uh, it, it was it was a good little while into the show. Like it was it was early on. It for sure it wasn't like the first fourth of the show, and it 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 crashed twice. Really? Oh no, I didn't have I didn't have any issues. That's because well, I was on HBO Max prior hours before Game of Thrones even started. I was watching Harley Quinn, um, so I waited and I was like, oh yeah, it's coming out. It was eight fifteen, and it seemed this. You know, you know, Rico's watching his profile. I usually watch this one in your profile, but I don't watch much. I just watch um, Harley Quinn. I did see, I did see, I did see Belle the other day, though. Great, great film. Um, I was like, no, let me go to Darren, Darren's, or I'm assuming Weddle is Darren or is Weddle Evander? Uh, Darren. Okay, so I was at Darren's. I think we go to Darren's. I don't think Darren's watching it. So I went over there and I watched the Game of Thrones on Darren's account, and I had no problems. <laughs> I watched it seamlessly. Did you watch it live? I was 15 minutes. Ahead. No, well, no, I, I watched on HBO Max on on HBO Max app. Oh, I know, I know, but it comes out like it drops right at at eight. eight. No, so no, did you I, start it at eight or you started a little bit later? I started. I started eight fifteen because I remember looking at the clock and I said, "Oh no, I'm late," and I started it. So. Oh, okay. So maybe it was maybe it was you weren't watching yet when it happened because it was real early, real early in the show. Oh, and really? I was cuss I was cussing out my app. Yeah, I was cussing out my TV. So. Uh, it did draw 2.6 million US viewers. That's not uh, uh, including like people on the other side of the world, other places outside of the US, but 2.6 mil, which I think is the biggest for HBO Max. I think it's the biggest for HBO and the biggest for TV, I think, this year, period. Mm -hmm. So there was actually this really cool clip that I saw. I think I shared it in our Discord where they're looking at the side of an apartment building. And oh, yeah. they're looking at the windows and all the, all, you can tell that all the people are watching the same thing and it's house of the dragon, the spinoff of game of Thrones. So that was pretty cool. And they're watching uh, it live too, because that's the only way they'd be synchronized like that. Exactly. Exactly. And wouldn't you know it, that it's already been greenlit and renewed for season two. Of course. Duh. <laughs> and another little interesting tidbit about it is uh Karis actually wants to reprise her role as Melisandra, which works with the character because she's actually yeah, like thousands of years old. Yeah, so she can just if you know about her. Yep. 
And the last little tidbit I have for House of the Dragon is George R.R. Martin actually says that he wants to build his baby into a whole big universe, just like Marvel and Star Wars. Dude, that's you understand that's like that's that's what I'm saying. That's J.R. Tolkien type stuff. This man is going to have well, hopefully, you know, God, you know, this guy is going to be able to plan his stuff far, far into the future. This guy is going to have volumes and volumes and manuscripts and volumes of just of just material. And I'm sure he does. I'm sure I'm really sure he does of side stories. Like this guy's going to have his, he's just going to have so much stuff. So I wouldn't really put it past him to be able to build, you know, a universe. But, and, and, and it's, it's funny how he says that because look what his universe, you know, look what it is already. You know, if, if the HBO series wants to go back and kind of do, do that thing where instead of going forward, which they do have that Jon Snow show coming later, but if they go backwards, like you have Aegon's conquest, you have, um, old Valeria, uh, uh, old Valeria, right? Uh, right before, um, right before Aegon. So you you do have two other stories you can tell. You have Nymeria, I think it was Dorne, right? That's a whole different style story you can tell. Like th- those are three stories that you can tell on HBO if you wanted to. And this is stuff that he just he's just written. So if he has this grand scale of an idea that he wants to build an entire universe, I'm sure this guy has more, a lot more in his pocket and a lot more in his brain for sure. He has to. Yeah, there, there's so much out there and there's so many characters that people love. You could even write a show for some side character like like Braun. Somebody, a, a fan favorite like Braun and have his story told and what happens to him or where did he come from? Uh, somebody like uh, Davos. Davos Seaworth is another one that people love. Uh, so what happened with him? We really don't know anything either about the other side of the world. Uh, what do they call it? Bravos and the Iron Bank and how the other side of the world functions in in uh, in contrast to what we're used to. Or is it the same there? Um, the Faceless Men, you know, we don't really know too much about them. Uh, like you mentioned, we have a lot of stuff in the history. One of the things, the Dance of Dragons, which is the 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 thing that we're going on now with house of the dragon the warrior the uh you mentioned aegon's conquest which is the rise of the targaryen dynasty and how he unites the seven kingdoms uh everybody always talks about uh robert's rebellion people want to see robert's rebellion and how it happens in real time and actually see king robert at his at his peak and not when he was the old drunk king you know and still like even even going back and watching Game of Thrones again recently, um, I think his name is Mark Addy, the actor that played King Robert. He was so such a great actor for that role and just had a presence. And he was so funny, but he also had this like respect that he commanded when he was in a scene. And he and Cersei's like little bickering back and forth was just awesome. There's a there's one scene in particular when uh, when him and I think he strikes Cersei in the show, and I think she she like you know Cersei was known for being real sharp tongued, so she says like oh I'm gonna wear this like a badge of honor, and right away he just drops a line and says something like, "We'll sit down over there and be quiet, or I'll honor you again." I was like, oh my goodness, what a line, oh. So yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to build, so much to go back on, so much to explore. It's just a, a, a universe out there already. 
much like Lord of the Rings and what we're getting there too. So I hope they both do very well and I hope they both just pop off and better for us, especially that we're both super into like the fantasy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. High fantasy, I'm saying, man. That's that's such stuff. <clears throat> and then in a couple of years, we'll get an Elden Ring movie. Hey, dude. Oh, man, we need something Elden Ring, man. That's a whole other thing that if they wanted to, they can just roll off if they, man, and we'd be, <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm serious, man. Straight up. So that 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 actually wraps it there for the TV and movies. It was a lot though. Oh yeah, fun. a lot of news there. Always fun and good stuff. Uh, did you want to throw anything out there in terms of a discussion, or you think that's good? I mean, no, I think I think we're pretty much good. Again, we had a lot of fun talking about all the, and again, that's because we didn't have a, a, a we didn't have very much of anime, but. Uh, as far as the gaming, the movies, and TV, you know, and stories and stuff like that, it kind of got, it kind of was able to kind of put in our two cents for the most time there. Um, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. And, and I know we've enjoyed the discussions. They've probably been my favorite part, believe it or not. Um, but just because we were so filled with the news and stuff like that, it kind of, we did a discussion kind of, I'm not, how are we doing on time? We all right, right? Are we all right? Yeah, we're okay. I think we started at right before 11. We're at twelve thirty. So I was running about about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think we're good. I think we're good just because we did do our special a while back, and I don't know if you want to do a review soon or. Yeah, it's. uh, I mean, it's late on a Friday night, so Marcus had a long week. I'm sure I kind of had a long day today, actually. So. We'll wrap it there. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, Marcus? Yeah, so we recently, our latest one, right before this, we did have a special on Gamescom for those of you gamers out there. Um, we wanted to to our thoughts about what was announced and what we thought was cool and uh, some of the stuff that we were more familiar with. Again, go and listen to our latest podcast, our latest bonus special on Gamescom. We have that available for you there. Um, otherwise, um, I think we're good for the day. You again follow us on Twitter. We are on Twitter at Meta Era Nerds. Um, at Meta Era Nerds, yeah. You can also follow us on RSS.com and Spotify. You know, Spotify seems to be our main one. That's kind of seems to be our medium where most people are kind of listening to us. Uh, so thank you for listening and y'all have a good night. Later.